Today on Gamerhead Radio, we're proud to announce that Gamerhead Radio has received $24 in funding from my grandmother's Christmas card. Wait, we get mail? Wait, when did we get that? Not important, it's money. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Hello and welcome to Gamerhead Radio. I'm Jonathan Santiago, aka Fallon Flynn. We're being civilians. Come on. I am Charlie, aka you're a Technotronicorn. Candy Mountain, Charlie. And I'm just goat. <laughs> we goat. You're not just goat. You are the goat. Solamente goat. <laughs> I don't it's know. It's my that year, means. so it means I mean, only you know. goat. Oh, okay. Just goat. <laughs> <laughs> How you guys doing this week? Um, tired. Really freaking tired. Mm, yeah. Winter will do that to a man. No, three seventeen-hour work days. <laughs> but it, that's cold, like winter. Uh, sure. Yes. If by cold you mean like cruel, yes. Yes, that's yeah. what I meant. That's okay, precisely okay. what I meant. I'm glad we're on the same page. Mean, here. ugly. Uh, I'm back. I'm back from Florida, um, which is not cool. Which is not cool, man. Because it was. Uh, well, it is cool in comparison. Oh. <laughs> Um, it was, it was about 65, between 65 and 70 degrees. Now, when we had that big cold snap up here, they got like, oh my God, it went down to 65 and people, (laughs) people were wearing, oh no, I had shorts and flip flops on and so did our guitar, other guitarist, Ted. And everybody was looking at us like we had two fucking heads, man. They were just like, how could you possibly? And I was like, you people don't know from cold, man. Um, yeah, see, I was so, down there in December and mixed right in with my coat, my hoodie, yeah, and my jeans. That's it, man. I, I should have I should have stayed down there where it was warm. And it's not here, and now I'm sad. Well, so, we're glad you're back. I'm glad that I'm back, too. I missed the show, man. I was uh, There was a gaping hole in my life yesterday in the shape of Gamerhead Radio. That's a, that's a lie, but I appreciate it. That's true. That's good stuff. <laughs> um, what's, uh, what, what's, what's coming out this week, Charlie? Tell us about the games. Oh, I got a few things. So on the 24th, we're seeing the release of Dragon Ball Xenoverse, yet another video game retelling of the Dragon Ball series, coming out on PS3, PS4, Xbox One, and Xbox 360. Uh, Dynasty Warriors 8 Empires on Windows, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PS3. I don't know how to pronounce this. It's, it's spelled H-T-O big L pound sign, capital N, lowercase i, capital Q. So it looks like Hitalnik? We'll call it... <coughs> yeah, The Firefly Diary is the su- is the subtitle. We'll call it The Firefly coming Diary. On, coming out on the PS Vita. And so will everybody else. Oh, that's why it's coming out on Vita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much explains everything. Um, Hyper Devotion Noir, Goddess Black Heart, also coming out on the Vita. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure we could have guessed that mm-hmm. by the title. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2, Episode 1 on PS3 and PS4. I was not aware there was an episodic Resident Evil game. And neither was I. Um, but there's that. Um, there Came an Echo, coming out on Windows, Mac, Linux, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, Under Night Inbirth, EXE, colon, Late. <laughs> Coming out on the PlayStation 3. Wow. Uh, so uh, really uh, creative titles on uh, on that particular day. On the 25th, we're seeing that uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 Episode 1 game on the Xbox 360, Xbox One, and Windows. Uh, Homeworld Remastered Collection, which is pretty cool, uh, coming out on Windows. you guys ever play Homeworld? I think we talked I, about it a little bit before. Briefly, briefly. The, I, I didn't get as far into it as I wanted to, but I enjoyed what it's, I played. It's a, it's, a, it's a real-time strategy game in space. Um, but the, the way it's done is quite excellent. Like, There's like no HUD. There's like no interface. It's all on screen. 
Um, but uh, really, really cool. I played it back when it originally came out. Good times. And uh, Oddworld, new and tasty, coming out on Windows, Mac, and Linux. And then on the 27th, we're seeing Black Hole on Windows, Mac, and Linux, and Dragon Ball's Universe coming out on Windows, because that's a thing. Like kind of a far cry from what it's been for about the last three weeks, where it was just like, one game! Yeah. You know, so it's nice to see that uh, the ball's starting to roll again. Especially with the oddly titled Sony games. Yes. That's true. <laughs> the Vita is getting sick. We've gotten like three titles that four people will play. Here's a pro month. tip for you, Sony. Vita is not selling all that well. If you want people to buy it, you have to make games that they can pronounce what yeah. they are. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you guys should just simplify it to the point where you're just putting just calling them colors like this is blue the game or number one the game like you got to simplify it because if you keep putting games well, out that people can't uh, pronounce we'll, we'll let them get a little wild you can use roman numerals there you go yeah yeah that's I'll allow it that. little little that, studious that makes it clashy yeah a little studious <laughs> so john you've got two weeks to catch up on what have you been playing um well obviously i lost a week um you well, know being playing in, rock in star. Florida. Yeah, that's yeah. right yeah I was, I was playing fallon flynn i was playing guitar that's what i was playing <laughs> playing rock band expert mode that's right expert mode um <laughs> no i i lost a week in florida um they well, i didn't i got to see a little bit of a you know at shock pop comic-con they had they had a gaming area it was uh fairly contained and essentially what a lot of convention gaming areas are at this juncture which is basically just smash brothers all the time with about <laughs> 60 to 75 kids hanging around um all cursing at each other sure and uh so i i hung out and watched a little bit of that didn't participate in it uh terribly much because i was on the go for the show um but uh getting back in town this past week uh i played uh they're doing that uh, xbox one summer sale or not summer sales not even ultimate fucking game summer. sale I, that what what kind of like freudian wishful <laughs> thinking is that it's a summer sale man well you just came back from florida because you were in summer for a weekend <laughs> that's right <laughs> Um, I bought Connect Sports Rivals because I I don't have anything for my Connect to sort of play with it, and I kind of wanted to tinker with it. And honestly, I ten bucks, man. It was it's a fun game. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, uh, I ended up playing uh, South Park Stick of Truth because I started it a couple months back, never got back into it. Played it for about another two hours, really enjoying it. It's great, you know. It's everything everybody said it was last mm-hmm. year. Um, got back to playing Banner Saga because I started that about three weeks ago and then got busy with uh, band-related stuff and Gamerhead-related stuff. And uh, it's really good, man. I don't know. There's just a great atmosphere to Banner Saga. Really enjoying that. Um, I should mention that th- this is my, my scornful get-off-my-lawn moment of the week. <laughs> uh, and this is exactly how I typed it on my show notes, so I'm going to read it. I, I don't remember typing this, but apparently I was disgruntled enough to write this. The Assassin's Creed Unity fuckhead stupid app. (laughs) Now, okay. If you remember months back, I mentioned that I started playing the companion app for Assassin's Creed Unity because everybody was complaining about it and the way that it worked in the game was very prohibitive. I wanted to see um, just how irritating it was. And I wanted to get the Altair unlock for the suit that you can get. You can unlock Altair's costume if you complete the companion app. Okay. I completed the pan, a companion app. Finally, it took me two and a half months to play through it because it's so long and drawn out. And I completed the companion app, unlocked the final thing, which is supposed to give you the costume. Mm-hmm. Two hours after they patched the game, they just put a patch out this week, mm-hmm. basically nulling and voiding the companion oh. app and making it so that you have to get the Altair costume through other means in the game. 
What? I I gotta tell you, this is. I know Ubisoft is probably not gonna hear this. I'm just gonna put it out there right now. Nobody cares about your stupid companion apps, and you know it <laughs> if you patch the game. And but you know what? This is the first time in all my years playing Assassin's Creed games and playing Ubisoft games that I'm actually pissed about it because I sunk two and a half months of time into an app I didn't even want to play just to see if I could get through it and get this thing two hours after they patched the game. I looked at when the patch was released and I was actually pissed for the first time in a long time. So fuck that stupid app. And at least a little bit, fuck you, Ubisoft, for now. Fix it. Stop putting that crap out. So, so the other means to get this costume? Are- you have to go into, if you haven't played the game, I, I, you may not know what this is, but uh, there's these, they, they call them Helix Rifts, and you have to go into the Helix Rifts, and in each of the Helix Rifts, there are these little uh, crests, plaques that you pick up that are hidden, and you have to do each Helix Rift three times. Um and each, or in order to unlock all of the like equipment that you can wear. Okay. Each time you do the Helix Rift, the secret location of that crest changes. So there's, I don't know, I think there's like three, six, maybe nine Helix Rifts. So you have to do it nine times three, you know. And so I'll, like, essentially enough work that even though I finished the companion app, I don't want to fucking earn it now. And they don't deserve it. I'm not going to give them that time. They okay. can kiss my ass. So I'm angry with you right now, Ubisoft. You've earned my ire. And uh, moving on from the fuckhead app, um, <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just slide that soapbox to the side. We'll need it later. I did. I did play uh, Idarb, but uh, but I'll 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 wait to crack that that egg open here once we kind of get things moving with what everybody else played. What did you guys play? Go. Uh, what did I play? Pokemon, 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 and Pokemon. I am on like this blistering. Re- re- Ridiculous run. He's on, on fire. Like last, last uh, at, <laughs> no, that's a whole other game. Uh, <laughs> last X took me about a month to get through, but I was also doing it on the road. Um, I just picked up Sapphire and the new toy last week. I have gone uh, seven days, seven badges on this one so far. That sounds fast. Yeah, coming from like, somebody who doesn't know Pokemon. I have uh, twenty-three hours into it, and I beat the last one. Uh, average Pokemon games like fifty hours. Okay. God damn, man. Yeah, so I'm like hauling. And, and I'm like stopping the clock in my, my life. I, I did my normal life this week, and I'm still like, what? how the hell did I get? <laughs> Shit, all right. Apparently, we've aligned the schedule perfectly that this is a possibility, too. Yeah, man. Okay. There's always room for Jello. <laughs> yeah. Um, I tried uh, Shadow Mordor because uh, John let me borrow it. <laughs> how did that go? Oh, that was a waste of my time. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, my god but I don't understand y- y- you love this kind of game don't no <laughs> proof ladies and gentlemen that, that nobody's opinion at Gamerhead Radio is bought no because I love that game yeah he sold it like go- it was a brand new Cadillac with GPS no that's this, not what I said and, and what I got was this dilapidated three wheeled fucking Yugo on fire <laughs> I, I do believe which is perfectly okay I do believe you're in the minority on this one yeah I, I usually believe. am but yeah. I know why. <laughs> he, yeah. I love that he accepts his, <laughs> yeah. his place. He's one, like, one, yes, this is how yeah. it is. One, I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings live action person. The movies that may were, have a lot to do with were, it, though, too. crap. I don't like him. I read the books. The books were way better, and there's so much fucking walking. Uh, <laughs> two, it plays like Assassin's Creed. I have come to the conclusion that I don't like that style of game. It's just I, not, not your cup of tea. Not my th- I'm a fable guy. I like that kind of style. And the Assassin's Creed is just, I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's just, it tweaked, it's tweaked, tweaked, or twerked. No, it's not. Don't, it's not twerked. <clears throat> My <No>. God. <laughs> it's tweaked the wrong way for me to 
to go with it. Does it make sense? Yeah, I understand. From, well, from we, we kind of talked about it a little bit before we started recording yeah. the episode, and we, we sort of came to the conclusion that um, Goat Goat doesn't like the finesse of Assassin's Creed. He just wants to be able to walk up to something and smack it with yes. a stick. Yes, I like my fable of, like, you're bad. Uh, <laughs> pokey, pokey, poke. Bang, bang, bang. Moving on. <laughs> pokey, I'm, pokey, I'm, poke. I'm, I'm sorry. For about the last five minutes, I have been just had my head in Miley Cyrus Creed. <laughs> <laughs> and just are you? He's, he's still on every, twerking Assassin's Creed. Everything you've just been saying applied to that. It's just a whole different game. <laughs> yeah, Wait, twer- well, my, you put the twerking Cyrus into it, then it's just I'd, ass Creed. I would definitely play Miley Cyrus Creed all day long. I would yeah. sign up to all of the expansions. Maybe not the Robert Thicke one, but <laughs> Robert Thicke. No good. But yeah, it, it, oh it was. I played about a half hour of it, and I was like, I understand why John loves this. This is for the Assassin's Creed fanboys. <laughs> It's for the Assassin's Creed fanboys and the Lord of the Ring fanboys. If you're both of those, play it. You'll you'll uh, love the hell out of it. Yeah. I am neither. I am not their audience. Just just uh, not your not your cup of tea, no. man. Not your thing. No, I tried it. So I did get back to the crew this week as well. <laughs> that that was interesting. A little little off there on that. There was some out of practice a little Ooh, bit. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah, a couple, couple of weeks not playing a game. It's like uh like all those uh, yeah, old, there was, old folks in Florida yeah. that I saw down there driving oh, uh, down the wrong side of the was, street. There was a lot of uh yeah, I'm sure a lot of my online companions were giving me the finger and honking and <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck's your problem? Like I'm new. Sorry. But I got that and then um I also play IDAR, but that that'll that'll come to uh, a funnel <laughs> at the end of this yeah. segment. <laughs> Charlie, what oh, did yeah. you do? So, um, so I finished um, Sunset Overdrive. Like finished, finished. Well, okay. Woo! So I finished the story and I got all of the collectibles mm-hmm. and I beat, um, I, I believe I beat all of the challenges. Um, okay. It turns out that you don't have to. The, there's an achievement for gold medaling fifty challenges. It turns out there's actually like fifty five. So I like it when they do that, where you don't have to get every mm-hmm. single one. So if you're stuck on one or two, yeah. you're fine. Um, so I got. I got the, the achievement for gold medaling 50. So I, and I did a couple more. I think I did them all. There may be one or two. So you got through the bowling ball one? Um, yes, I did finally <laughs> beat that one. And then um, I also went back and I, um, I was picking up a couple of random, um, just um, like a, like smash, like like 250 like of the, uh, the the soda pop machines. Oh, yeah. Of the overdrive the, machines. The, and so cleaning up. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, but I stopped because... Um, you know, there's uh, there's the uh, the season pass and like the additional mm-hmm. content out. Um, so what I did was, is I, I went ahead and I just stopped. There's a, there's a couple other like little achievements that I haven't gotten, including all the multiplayer stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I stopped and I set it down and I said, I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna kind of wait and I'm gonna come back to this because at some point the season pass will go on sale again. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick it up then and then I'm gonna go back then into it and play the season pass sure, content. Sure. Because there's supposed to be at least, I believe, one more um, level that hasn't been released yet. Mm. So I'm imagining around the time when that comes out, the season pass will be on sale. And I'll come mm. back and I'll do all the season pass content and then finish up the, the little cleanup achievements. But um, I kind of like that idea, though, because then you're like, hey, I got a new game again. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that was, that was kind of my thought. You can thought. fall in love with it all over again. A little, little more reason to come back to <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. I started it over this week. Uh, I, I got rid of my character and started it over, but I haven't had any time to really dig into it. The um, And, you know... I, I'm sorry. Every time I talk about this game, I have to mention something just because I love it so just, <laughs> just so much. I, I want to marry this game. Um, the, wow, that'd be weird. <laughs> it would be weird. You could go Mormon. Um, the the hole in the disc is way too small. Um, the, Yikes! <laughs> that was you made a goat joke, Charlie. I did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I like the goat's fact, words coming out of Charlie's mouth. I, I like the fact that he went that route, not the fact that he's already married. That was <laughs> I know. 
Like, oh, the pre-existing wife, that's not an issue. But the <laughs> if disc Charlie is too sounds, small for my genitalia. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> well done, uh, sir. Well, I'm guys, if Charlie sounds a little bit extra tired next yeah. week, it's because Michelle's going to hear this episode. He's going to be sleeping on the couch for the next week. Are those oh bruises? She didn't touch me. All I have to do is mention Drake, and then she'll be like, okay, fair. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's it. That's you haven't seen that Drake costume in the, in the, in the closet which says break, and cl- you know, break glass. In case of emergency, emergency break glass. <laughs> there it is. That's what it is. But, okay, so the end of the game. Um, <laughs> excellent, excellent, like ending to the game, like, you know, great, like end boss fight and everything. But the way that they, that they, that they did this just, they, they took the, 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 again, the fourth wall breaking charm all the way through to the end of the game. Um, a little bit of a spoiler, nothing plot wise, just I'm, I'm spoiling a joke. Um, so you, you kind of, you kind of get to like the, the headquarters, you know, the physical headquarters and you're, you're trying to attack them and you, you attack it and it seems successful, but then like you, it, it's been revealed that your character is buried under like a pile of rubble and then the care and then all the, all your, all the, your companions in the game are all like, we, we lost a hero today. Like the city will always remember her. And then the credits start to roll. Note the credits are listed in order of termination is actually what it says on the screen. <laughs> um, but then it does the, 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 you know, the gag when like the credits, like you hear your character say, whoa, 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 hang on, wait a second. And the credits stop. And then she walked out on screen in front of the credits. She's like, I die. Like, this is how this happens. This is how you end the games. What are you guys thinking? Um, Neil Gaff is going to rip you a new one. Oh, <laughs> man. Like, oh, my God. So I, I'm sure that had to be very exciting for the folks over at Neo Gaff. <laughs> yeah. A shout out in game. Mm-hmm. And how often does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. So that's it was, awesome. Man. It was really good. But then yeah. after that is when the actual ba- boss fight happens. This, so. this game oh, is so no end yep she's like wait a second i have a better idea <laughs> rewind and then like it literally like rewinds back to the part and then she like resurrects as you as anybody who's touched the game knows your character has all these excellent re, like reanimation animations mm-hmm. and so then it's just the same thing like she just comes back comes back to life that's and awesome she's like, man oh, of course she did and um because i play as a as i'm playing as a girl character because i'm sorry the 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 female voice actor is a million times better than the male That's voice actor. That's why I deleted my character and so, started a fresh game. Yeah, it's, um, you know, regardless of anything, I mean, I can almost promise you you'll have a better experience playing through as the female character just because of the voice actress is just so on point with her delivery of that awesome. character. It's excellent. So, anyways, um, aside from that... Um, so um, they Wayne's World ended it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Shaw, like we'd end the movie like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was eerily frightening me accurate the way yeah, you just I, said that yeah. <laughs> um and then so um touched a little bit more of captain toad um didn't uh, not not too much though but then um as i finished sunset overdrive i needed to dive into my backlog to pick uh, whatever my next game is going to be and i decided i might as well pick the shortest one out of my backlog and so i picked up uh, metal gear solid five ground zeros Ooh, i am horrible at metal gear games i have, <laughs> yeah. I, have I have been reminded um <laughs> just because it's like at least, at least with the way that this one's set up, you know, it's like, here, we're dropping you off. Go have fun. And, like, there, there's almost no direction. You know, it's just like, it's... And I know that's the point. The point is, like, you have to figure out how to, like, get through the space without being, you know, without being noticed. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's... But, like, I'm... I'm, I I prefer like more like the Metal Gear Solid, you know, the other Metal Gear Solid games where at least there's a progression, at least there's like a path to go through, not just like you're on one side of the camp, you have to get to the other, and and so you know whatever. It, it's not that I don't like it; it's just that you want to you want to pinpoint. Uh, you you I, know what's interesting <sighs> about it? Hmm. It's kind of a commentary on the way things have been in gaming for a while, where we're so used to having tutorials mm-hmm. and very very clear cut objectives that when you do get the occasional game 
that doesn't give you direction and just says go. Yeah. That seems that almost seems foreign now. Whereas you know, eight ten years ago, it was more common to not really have tutorials yeah. and objectives. That's true. Just figure shit out. Yeah. It's just kind of telling of how the industry's yeah. changed. Didn't almost you play the Colossus game? <laughs> yes, I play Shadow of Colossus. Then this is just you right up your, your rally. <laughs> um, Fuck that game. <laughs> no, no, my will. I'll karate chop you and your soul. Man. <laughs> don't don't you blaspheme Shadow of the Colossus. But um, so I I finally managed to get to um uh, get to like the the, the first I guess like uh, you know checkpoint in the game yeah. where I I found the first of the prisoners. I'll just leave it at that for anybody who hasn't right played on. the game. But um, but yeah, wow. and then so um. After uh, after I finish that, I think I'm going to go back and uh, finish Stick of Truth because that's the most recent game that I've started and haven't wow. finished. So yeah, I think that and Banner Saga are going to be the two that hold me down for the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. And I really want to play Life is Strange soon too. I, I... Hmm. That just so we go from way out in left field, Sunset Overdrive mm-hmm. to straight edge to the book, real life Metal Gear, mm-hmm. back to even farther left field, South Park. Hey man. You were an emotionally um, wild gamer. Yep. Variety is the spice of life. <laughs> I'm okay with that. That's good. So yeah, well, at least you can get burned out. And then, um, and then I also play a little bit of Idarb. I think yeah. there's a theme here. Yeah. You, you know, Charlie <laughs> mentioned the multiplayer achievements in Sunset Overdrive. <clears throat> We've been talking for the last few weeks on the show about. Wait, wait, uh, hold on, hold on, let me slide that soapbox back in for John. There you go. <laughs> no, no, it's good. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to say I'm not angry about this one. I'm just going to your soapbox. I'm, this is, this I'm is your rant. optimistic about the future for this one. But we decided we were going to sit down and do the chaos uh, mode in uh, Sunset Overdrive last night, and we got together and, and partied up to play. And no matter what configuration we could possibly muster to try and get a game, it would just come back as either timed out or no games active or available. We so, even tried just on our own individually, like, yeah, without even yeah. being in a party. Yeah, like matchmaking yeah. was down last night. Yeah, or something yeah, or something. I, and and Charlie did the the proper uh, legwork to investigate. Nothing saying that the servers were down on any of their official pages yeah. or anywhere we could see. So we're not really sure what the issue is. Maybe we'll give that another crack coming up because I would love to get into that yeah. and mm-hmm. talk about the multiplayer aspect a little bit. But uh, we decided uh, after kind of pouring over our respective libraries what else do we own that's that's <laughs> multiplayer that we can all play and uh, sadly enough it turned out to be just idarb Ooh, were we not ready <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was free thankfully it yeah. was very free <laughs> it, it is the the current um xbox live games with free games with gold uh game on xbox one and for those who aren't familiar um it, the, the title of the game is hashtag idarb and so we're just pronouncing it idarb because i think that's the way to there is it. an audio track in the game that does say the name idarb oh, in okay, one of the perfect. songs so we're 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 on point um so this game is um it's a it's a like retro styled like 8-bit like blocky character um basically like kind of pseudo soccer game in the way that it's played but kind of sideways um yes got this i figured out how to explain this game perfectly okay it's the it's wii u smash soccer in 8-bit actually the the developers actually did cite smash as a as a an inspiration yeah, for the because game. it's it's the it's you got your arena which is a soccer lots of platforms platform <laughs> kind of thing it's like a three D it's soccer but it's Smash Brothers soccer you have two yeah. goals you have platforms you jump around and you beat the living dog shit at each other <laughs> in hopes to get the, the ball into your goal now online <laughs> and you can play up to eight people locally locally yeah, yeah. and I mean I, I I did after we looked into this and played it last night I started reading up mm-hmm. a little bit more about it just to to see where the hell this crazy bizarre fun <laughs> oh, ass game came from oh it's got a great backstory I it does, it's crowd it's crowdfunded 
It's independent, and uh, they they describe it as a like a playable sketchbook where they mm-hmm. change a lot of things in it often. Um, you you mentioned local eight player. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can be seven versus one. So one person has the soccer <laughs> ball, and everyone's trying to get away from them. So I mean, it, chaos. Yep. Two players is chaos. Yeah. As Charlie and I discovered last night, we got into a, a white knuckle palm sweating fucking <laughs> match. <laughs> Where the first round, you stomped a mud hole in my face, man. Like, I got my ass beat. I, I was not satiated by that. I, I had to have justice. So tell, tell them. Tell them about our match. It was insane. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean. Oh, the commentary on my end. Because we also mentioned the weird thing about this is online is only one versus one. Which yeah. I did read they are planning to to change that in the future. Okay. But currently it, it is yeah, just one versus one. one. Which so, is still damn so frantic we were, fun. Yeah, so we'd do, we'd do matches and then the third one we'd get the commentary. Yeah. The commentary from John and Charlie's match. <laughs> if we were to put that on anything less than like HBO, it would just be the censor sound. Oh. <laughs> and this is coming from the guy who I I mean you guys know I don't really curse. Get him an iDarb. <laughs> there was there was, the there was some were open. <laughs> there, it was heated, it's, man. It's video gaming. It's it's about the one of the main one of the one of the one of the most consistent things, like frustrating mm-hmm. video games or like intense video games that'll that'll bring the bring the curses <laughs> out of me. There were two lines. From your guys' match. I don't even remember. That, God, yeah, I'm afraid. Yeah. I can't. That, that, oh, that no. made me laugh the hardest. One was Charlie going, I fucking hate you, John, you fucker. <laughs> I didn't say that. And you then, need to put that. We need to put that up on the Gamerhead page and yeah. then hashtag IDARP. Yeah. And then the other one was John saying, you motherfucking fucking fucker, Charlie, I fucking fuck. I don't remember that, but I don't deny any of it. Here's the thing. Charlie and I had, it was like. I think it was a scenario where he kept beating the hell out of you and taking the ball because then you were like, I can't even get near the fucking goal. Was That's the how the line. first match was exactly like that. But what happened was, if you've played the game, you understand how frantic it is, but the, you can basically shoot uh, the ball into either goal, mm-hmm. but the other person, the same button you use to shoot, sends out this little blast that if you're close to or touching the other person, mm-hmm. it knocks the ball out of their hand and can send it careening in any direction. So... Even if you blast it the wrong way, there was an instance in which I was way ahead of Charlie in this second match, and I blasted the ball in the wrong direction and knocked it into his goal, which gave him 10 points. 10 fucking points! Um, I was I was appalled. Appalled. And what happened was, is we get to the end of the match, and it's it's we're down to the... It's four rounds, and there's a halftime in the middle, and then in the halftime, there's usually like a little mini-game or something you can like play, which is Angry funny. Angry Birds, we played Tug of War, we Flappy played... Birds uh, Flappy Birds. It was like a Flappy, Flappy Bird, Birds like, take off. But this game is also like troll humor. You can quit out in an online match against somebody by pressing the, you know, the... I don't remember what the fuck start the buttons are. The start select <laughs> buttons. Yeah. Uh, and it'll do and like button. it'll do like a rage quit face and go boo <laughs> why you quit game yeah why says. you quit game and then like the announcer says all this crazy shit like goonies never say die when you make a goal or I'm in a glass case of emotion just pop culture quotes which is there hilarious a, uh, he actually said boom shakalaka at one point yeah yeah, yeah old NBA jam references so yeah. we get down to the the fourth quarter which there's no I think they're like two or two and a half minutes yeah. they're really quick yeah super quick yeah, yeah and um, we get to the the end of it and charlie and i are tied 30 30 yep. i mean in the last what 18 seconds of this yeah. match and we're mm-hmm. fumbling for the ball and i got a lucky shot and ended up taking the match but 
It was, I mean, white knuckle is the best way I can describe it. My hands were sweating after we got done yeah, playing. Last, was, that last 18 seconds, I had to turn you guys down in my ear. Yeah, we, it was, we were screaming con- at yeah, It was just constant, like, <laughs> oh my God, he won. There's, a, like, couple of, there's a couple of features in it, though, I didn't know existed until I started the hash reading bombing? up. I read up on it, too, afterwards. Yeah, you can, people can hashtag uh, about the game and, if, and yeah, like, hashtag a, lasers, and yeah. some of them are hidden things. Yeah. yeah. They can have the hashtag lasers. Twitter integrated. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. And There's Twitch. a constant There's, Twitter yeah. feed at the bottom yeah. too. So it, when when you start up a game, you get a code for your game up in the corner. That's like four. It's like four characters. You know, letters and numbers. And so if somebody tweets at um you know at the um IDARB central or whatever the whatever their twitter account is i i that's not it but it's something like that and then hashtag your game and then hashtags one of these hash bombs like lights or lasers or like there there, there's i found a list of like 10 of them water or flood or something like that it'll affect your game something like you know like the lights will go off like if you do hashtag lights like the lights will go off for a minute or if you do like lasers like lasers will come out and like screw with you guys like so people can like mess with the game which is awesome so here's what we're gonna do so because of the amount of fun that we had playing this game now this was at like two or three in the morning last night um, uh, what we're going to do is, is um, so next Sunday, which will be March 1st, is that right? No, or the 20th? Uh, yeah, March 1st. Yeah, I believe March 1st. March, yeah. uh, Sunday, March 1st at uh, 5 p.m. What we're going to do is, is we're going to jump on... Central. Uh, thank you. 5 p.m. Central. <laughs> um, we're uh, we're going to have a local. It'll be the three of us, and then hopefully hopefully Michelle will, will run out of four so we can have two on two. Uh, we will be broadcasting on Twitch, on the Gamerhead Radio Twitch channel. And um, you guys can tune in and watch us, and you can um, hash bomb our game appropriately. Oh, do it. And um, so this is... Uh, yeah, it's because we had so much fun playing this game last night. We, we, are, we have been kicking ourselves ever since for not streaming it at the time. Even oh, though, no, it was... Even so though nobody fun. was watching it, two mm-hmm. in two in the morning, just be able to go back and look yeah. at it later. It's, what, what we yeah. need you do to do, uh, gamerhead listeners, is to hash bomb the game to the point where you can get Charlie to say fuck. <laughs> it won't take long. <laughs> no, not in that game. <laughs> this is awesome. So yeah, if, so, if you haven't actually, redeemed actually, it, actually listening to you two last night, that won't be a big deal. If you no. can hash bomb it enough to where he cusses worse than I do, you've <laughs> won. Right. Well, he already said some goat shit tonight. <laughs> let's not yeah. put it past him. Yeah, but no, so, man, if you haven't. Redeem so. the, the free copy of this game yet? Just do it, and and it's and very it basic looking game. Sunday. Yeah, because it's they're gonna switch it out at the end of the month here. Um, yeah. probably we we yeah. don't. I don't know if we know that for sure yet. If they've announced the March games, because I sure. think I think this this might have was this also the free game in January. They they they've run mm. a couple games more no, than, more it than wasn't, one month. It well, Worms Worms was January. Right, right. Worms so carried not this yeah. one. It, it's possible that it will carry over into March, mm-hmm. but to be safe, if you sure, have, sure. Even if you don't have an Xbox One, and we've said this before, even if you currently don't have an Xbox One or a PlayStation Four, if you do have Xbox Live Gold and or PlayStation Plus, you can still go on the website and get and redeem these games now, so your account owns them, so that you have them available later should you get the consoles. So they also have in the game, as a side note too, um, a little uh, music generator you can actually make mm-hmm. your own music for the levels oh, oh no kidding I, yeah I already, and um, you can make your own pixel characters too yeah i already started gamerhead radio nice. team that's amazing nice it's amazing i just need to have one of you guys work on the logo because i don't do pixelated logos real well okay done and done man it'd be <laughs> okay. awesome so yeah we'll have team gamerhead radio that's right and then you nice. guys can get on and play with us and we'll stomp but, your yeah, face and keep keep track of our individual channels too because i'll stream it whenever i'm daily i'm awesome gonna sure. be sucked into it so if you want to see the fun and all that all right, so uh, yeah, 5 p.m. on uh, Sunday, March 1st. Um, tune in on Twitch because uh, you know, this you will know, be an unofficial thing. But um, but uh, the yeah, more the merrier. Bring be, the pain. Yeah. We're going to stream IDAR. Yeah, I feel be. like I should say that like a pirate <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> 
that is that elongated R. That's right. But uh, but yeah. So now that you know what we were doing last week in gaming, let's see what the industry was doing this last week. Okay, so coming in at number five this week, uh, an internal GameStop memo got leaked uh, that says that there's going to be uh, pre-order delays for uh, Amiibo. No duplicates, even with reserves. So this memo that came out, uh, that went out nationally to, to GameStop locations everywhere, says that if you ordered um, a handful of characters, um, will be affected by this. Okay, so if you ordered Ike before December 26, 2014, you should get your pre-order this week. But if you didn't get him at that point... Uh, until after that time, your order may be delayed into spring. So um, it seems that I'm, a, I'm guessing that they, they took more orders than they could fill. I don't know if, where the deficit comes from in that. I'm sure we'll find out in the coming weeks. Yeah. Um, the King Dedede is also getting a similar treatment. So he's going to be available at most of the brick-and-mortar retailers on February 25th if you ordered him before December 30th, 2015. If not, he's going to be available again in the summer, so even farther back. Uh, Mega Man and Sonic orders don't seem like they're going to be bothered at all. They expect those to be filled as expected uh, on the 25th, Wednesday. Um, so you're probably, if you have this pre-order through GameStop, you're going to get a call from them uh, that the figure's in. And even if you have multiple prepaid orders, though, GameStop will honor uh, more than one, will not honor more than one per household. So if you've got kids, multiple kids mm-hmm. in the house that wanted to, each wanted a figure, or you're buying extras for yourself as a collector, they're telling you tough shit basically um so you, you'll Just be lucky if you get your one figure so in the in the continuing odd sort of strange odyssey of weird amiibo problems that kind of come down the pipeline this is kind of no different i do applaud them though at least you're getting one at least you're getting one yeah, gamestop could <clears throat> say we're taking your money and we're not giving you shit well it could have been <laughs> at least it's not the zelda 3ds debacle man that is that is an ugly so thing, you're getting man. something like yeah. okay so you can't get three yeah sorry yeah, but you're true. getting one yeah, yeah. I'm sure the folks that, that did have these pre-ordered uh, early on are probably a little bit disappointed that uh, maybe it's not going the way they hoped, or at yeah. least it was promised. So what do we think? Do, do we think that GameStop pre-ordered too many? Like, they 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 overestimated how many they were going to be allocated? Or that's do we think why, that the manufacturing got behind? That's what I don't know. I mean, I know that demand has been really high for, for the coming waves of Amiibo, so who's to say whether or not it's just... A you know more demand than supply or vice versa you know well it I guess got, we'll find I out. I think I'm it sure. also ties into the another story because there's a uh, strike, huge strike going on at the ports in yeah. California, which is where all of Nintendo's stock comes from yeah. from China. It's possible everything like everybody's having problems over there because they're not working, they're not unloading yeah. containers, they're not doing anything. There's all this stuff just sitting there. They there might be gazillions of amiibo trapped in transit no that that's entirely possible i know uh, uh you know M- michelle's mentioned before she works for the claire's corporation and they've had shipment delays because of the strike and yeah so it, it's, it's, it's a very real thing it's like they've so, shown yeah. pictures of like like container trucks like miles five wide waiting to get unloaded because there's like one guy who didn't give a shit went to work today dude up in canada is paying people <laughs> off he's greasing palms to get the port <laughs> shut down it's happening <laughs> The Ro- oh. Rosalina Dom is stretching his <laughs> fist. Yeah. There you go. Goddamn kingpin. Um, so I don't know. I'm sure in the coming weeks we'll we'll hear more about between mm. the strike and you know uh, yeah. this. Maybe the, the two have a correlation, but because uh, no. I, I highly doubt that Nintendo's like you know, eh, fuck you guys. Yeah, they can wait. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want our money. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, those of you that have pre-orders, get on it if get you can. Get your one. That's right. Yep. And don't tell your kids. 
Just keep them for yourself. There you go. Uh, coming in at number four, um, this article came from the Chicago Tribune, of all places. Wait, that's still a thing? It is a thing. <laughs> People still read the paper, I guess. Um, a toy museum, or toy museum specifically, announces Hall of Fame for video games. So, uh, the museum that houses the National Toy Hall of Fame announced uh, this past Tuesday the creation of the World Video Game Hall of Fame to recognize the impact of games like Pong and Grand Theft Auto in the way that they have an effect on culture and society. Just the, the broad range. I know, go, Goat's like, <laughs> uh, like, potato, potato. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> Pong and GTA. I'm like, what, what, what is the middle? It's, yes, yes. No there, Mario. there is no middle. <laughs> Mario didn't exist in their world. Um, that Twinkie has no feeling. Um, <laughs> Is that the original or the re-release? <laughs> Gross. Uh, the Toy Hall of Fame will provide the model for the video version, which is uh, dedicated to arcade, console, computer, and handheld, m- and mobile games. So mobile games will be included in that, too. So basically, they're, they're specifically targeting things that they feel like have made a, a big change in the world of gaming or had an impact on mm-hmm. a cultural level in gaming. So anybody will be able to nominate a game uh, and an internal advisory committee will choose finalists. An annual class of inductees will be chosen uh, by an international selection committee of journalists, scholars, and other video game experts based on four criteria. Icon status, longevity, geographical reach, and the influence it has had on the design of other games, entertainment, pop culture, and society in general. Nominations for the inaugural class are being accepted through the end of March. Um, Why would you tell Charlie this? His him and his little brony posse are all going to get a campaign <laughs> or campaign together. You make them sound like a thug group. <laughs> they're like juggalos. They just they're a little bit more pink. More hugs. Yes. Many, many more <laughs> yes. hugs. Yes, less pop, more hugs. Um, no, you know, no. The 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 only quote. <laughs> Everything on, on he just said that was in a criteria. Your little MLP makes. <laughs> Um, the only quote on it uh, came from a gentleman by the name of Raleigh Adams. He's a president and chief executive of the uh, Strong Museum in Rochester, where the new hall is going to be located. Said electronic games have changed how people play, learn, and connect with each other, including across boundaries of cultural and geography. That's the direct quote. That makes no sense if you read it. Yeah, like that. It's barely a sentence, but that is a direct quote. Nice. Okay. nice. So he this can run a museum. Has, he just can't word. This his guy words. has no idea what he a video game is. He just needs a PR person. Got yeah. it. That's it. That's it. Or some <laughs> spell check. Maybe. <laughs> um. So that's uh. That's number. Uh, that's I have number number two. That's not number two. That's number four. Uh. <laughs> coming in at number three, Capcom Pro Tour 2015 to have five hundred thousand dollar prize pool with Sony support. So uh, I get some com- big bucks. What is that compared to normal? Not five hundred thousand dollars okay. by a margin. <laughs> I mean, you'll see a lot of the uh, pro gaming circuits for uh, like Dota or League of Legends have big prize pools lately. Um, you know, Counter Strike typically has big, you know, big prize pools behind it lately because it's such a big deal in that that pro circuit. But uh, uh, fighting game tournaments and uh, tours typically don't have that. You're talking, you know, a, a fourth of that. You know, okay. if even maybe even less than. Um, so Capcom has announced the uh, 2015 uh, Capcom Pro Tour circuit, and Sony is supporting the event. So obviously, there's a total prize pool of $500,000, as the headline states. Um, the game used during the tour will be Surprise Ultra Street Fighter 4. <laughs> um, <clears throat> quote on the issue: Our inaugural season last year was a great success, with record-breaking numbers all over the globe that helped push the fighting game community to new heights. Um, Capcom and Twitch both learned a lot of things throughout the season, and with Sony now on board to lend their support, we're all committed to making this season bigger, better, and more epic. Um, that came from uh, an announcement post, just press release, uh, no name attached to it. 
Um, there's a total of 16 events that take place all around the world from March through November. There will be four events in each North America, Europe, Asia, and four events in a wild card location. Each tournament has doubled in size from 16 players to 32 players. So big money on the line. You know, if you can uh, participate in these events, hopefully one of the wild card locations will be Chicagoland. That would be decidedly awesome. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, Brian Lesser, go in there and school him. Yeah. <laughs> Show him what's what. We would definitely bring... Thank you, by the way, to Brian Lester for coming in here last week oh, and yeah. keeping my yeah, seat warm. Weird thing is, is it's still warm. I'm not sure whether or not I should be <laughs> yeah, warm yeah, by yeah, that. We don't talk about what happened last week. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Charlie's um, like, my furniture. <laughs> <laughs> coming in at number two, Machinima gets another $24 million in funding from Warner Brothers. Because everybody watches Machinima, so... Uh, I guess. Yeah, I feel like Machinima hit a peak a while ago. And, um, I, I, I mean, I tried to check it out, look into it, see what they had to offer. I'm always willing to try out new YouTube channels. It wasn't really terribly compelling content there. I mean, like, no. I know, I know Machinima is where they had the, um, that Halo series when it was being released initially. Yes. Um, and so I went, I went to them for that. Forward um, Unto Dawn, I think it was. Yes, yes. That's, that's exactly it. Um, but I just, yeah, I just... Maybe I just haven't found the right programming, or maybe I just haven't gone there in the right mindsets. But the time where I've gone the mission number before, I just the stuff that they've had hasn't gripped. Oh, you know what? Um, the other thing that they had that was really good was that um, that uh, that Mortal Kombat web series that came out. Yes, that they was actually excellent. They do mention that in this article, yeah. but a part of part of what a lot of people don't understand about Machinima is. They've got uh, kind of a broad scope with their tentacles. Their reach is long. They have a, a lot of what is produced for their channel is partner content. Okay. So, like, you'll see a lot of guys who produce things, uh, you know, gaming shorts and stuff on their own channel, and you'll hear them say, Machinima offered me a partner contract, and these are the stipulations. I produce content for my channel, but Machinima also hosts it, and there's obviously a certain mm-hmm. amount of, I think, ad revenue and all that jazz that goes in their direction. Sure. Um, I've, I've heard some kind of unfavorable things about those agreements. I don't know, uh, you know, much about that but uh basically what they were saying is is this is not the first time warner brothers has given money to machinima um uh, to produce more content they uh they've given them a total now with this 24 dollar uh 24 million 24 (laughs) dollar this 24 million dollar that's more funding than most youtube channels get i'll take 24 bucks Um, there you go stanley go make yourself another video don't spend it on one place right you can order business cards now (laughs) huzzah (laughs) <laughs> Come on, Uncle Warner. You couldn't give me a Lincoln? <laughs> um, they've given Machinima a total of $40 million now. Holy hell. Uh, between between like... the two transactions. Wow. Well, it has produced some good things for them because part of what went to funding the first time around was uh, the Mortal Kombat Legacy web series, which did really well for them. Uh, this year, they're going to be putting out Justice League Gods and Monsters, which is due for release later this year with some of that money that funded oh, they it. They got me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, and so uh, I, these are these are things that that they put money towards the first time, and we're at least Mortal Kombat was a success. Um, so basically, what what they were saying numbers wise though is is that since they did the initial investment, Machinima's uh, viewership has gone up seventy percent. That oh. is a large number. Um, unique views in the U.S. tripled alone just in the U.S. Uh, network now boasts more than four hundred and thirty million subscribers worldwide, with one hundred and seventy million unique views every month. So somebody's watching it. Okay. Apparently, we're the only three people in the, uh, well, the United States get, not watching. We need watching to get on the bus. Apparently, yeah, we, we need to. You know what it is with Machinima? When I look through it, you have to sift through a lot of the partner content yeah. because they do generate a shitload of content for a single YouTube channel, but not everything is great. 
in my opinion. So yeah. um, it just kind of... Oh, so it's like App Store, youtube kind of stuff where you shift <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of video stuff, but, but it's... But I'm saying, like, you go through like an app store where you you're looking for. Like, oh, you have to sift through a lot yeah. of garbage to yeah, find you're something for that good. One piece of gold, or, or the original through, Wii. <laughs> yeah, you got to go through 30 pages of shit to find that one piece of gold. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that. There is a lot of that on okay. there. I mean, so I guess there is something to be said for generating a lot of content. But if it's not quality content, it's arguable as to whether or not no. you know you're getting much out of it. So um, well, that's why they're getting 170 million unique views. Everybody's trying to. Oh, is that good? No. Is that good? No. Is that yeah. good? No. <laughs> and obviously Warner Brothers sees something there that they're dropping a shitload of an uncharacteristically large amount of money on. I mean, that's like, you know, we're getting into like movie making budgets that they're dropping on Machine. Maybe they're making a movie. Yeah. And what is their return supposed to be? That's are are they getting is are they getting like advertising? That's or not like... clear. I mean, it does state in the articles that I referenced. Every one of them that I checked out does seem to say that that obviously my oh Microsoft Warner Brothers wants to have a stake in whatever comes back from the creation of these things because you got to remember that Mortal Kombat Legacy web series did turn into something they edited into a feature length film and put onto DVD and Blu-ray and sold. So maybe it's stuff like that where they're they're looking to take these things and turn them into something that can be put on Netflix or um. Any aftermarket stuff, okay. you know what I mean? That's not on YouTube. Maybe that's where that's the money exactly is. That's exactly it. You've got an R and D department, twenty four million dollars for R and D. They yeah. do all the legwork, yeah. and then you You're just pick out the gold Machinima. pieces. Yeah, it's, it is smart. It. You're paying Machinima to find all these partner YouTube people yeah, that are generating content in okay. mass, maybe hoping that one of those things hits. I mean, yeah, and you don't have to worry about it hitting. You just say yeah, whatever, whatever tax write off tax. Oh, that one's good DVD. But but <laughs> I mean, regardless of whether or not the the content on the channel is of certain quality you definitely can't argue a 70 percent increase in viewership and 430 million subscribers yeah, that's not that's, nothing that's yeah, worth know. 24 million dollars to keep it alive and i mean i did i did the same thing charlie did i primarily went to machinima to check out the forward unto dawn short film which i did enjoy you know the, the episodic mm-hmm. stuff they did and i had known about machinima before then but nothing that they did really stood out to me so i just kind of moved on you know i know the name you see it all over mm-hmm. the place on youtube it's just uh one of those things that's but, where i'm at no but uh i i guess we're gonna find out coming up what kind of stuff they're gonna be generating outside of the uh the justice league gods and monsters uh you know series that they're gonna yeah. be putting out pretty soon that yeah. has my attention because i love me some justice yeah. league but you know what i think it might be is like it's i'm thinking back and i i know i've gone to machinima to like find those those specific things but i guess now that i think about it i've I, I feel like just like in my, in, you know, in, in those, when you get into like those rabbit holes of like YouTube, where like you go in there for one thing yep. and then you, you get in the suggested, <laughs> suggested next video yeah. rabbit hole. And like, you know, you're like, th- you know, like you've lost now three, four hours, like just watching stuff on YouTube. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I feel like I've actually seen the Machinima logo play in videos quite oh, a bit. all the time. And so I think, I think maybe that's it. Maybe it's not so much that they're a destination, but that they've got so much content out there yeah. that people will just stumble across it. You see that brand on a lot of things. Yeah. I so. think I, if I, if I think correctly I know that I've probably ended up there to watch trailers and I'm sure that I've been there to see some like late E3 coverage like if I couldn't catch it live then I went and just maybe found my way there and shit you know what I mean so that's probably what a lot of it is I'm gonna laugh when Charlie goes back to his history and was like, "Oh my God, I am half of their daily yeah. <laughs> <laughs> views." You, you didn't even they're know. like they're like just like that Skynet in the background. You're like, huh. Yep. <laughs> like Machinima Fight Club, man. Yeah. This whole other life you're living online. Like I didn't know they put out every single video game video I've watched in the last ten years. Amazing. Yeah, that would you know, that would be uh that would explain a few things. I can <laughs> tell you that that reading those numbers 
seeing those numbers and hearing about this and really kind of thinking about it makes me want to go and start perusing what they have up currently. Oh, yeah. I haven't yeah. been there in a while, yeah, I'm so gonna, I'm going to poke go down, around in there and see what I'm I can find. definitely downloading the app. Because mm-hmm. it's on my Xbox, where I guarantee it was on yeah. my Oh, I'm sure. I'll download the app tonight, and I'm definitely going to be like, so what What gets that many viewers? What's, what's all this about? <laughs> we'll see whether or not I hover over the coveted subscribe button. Yeah. <laughs> Your move, Machinima. Although, that's the thing. with how much. See, this is one of the reasons why I don't think I would subscribe to Machinima, because of how much content they put out. <laughs> I don't need thing. a meal. I don't need an email every day of like, <laughs> here are your 100 flood. new videos to watch today. It's like, no. It I subscribed be. to IGN for a while, and I had to unsubscribe because it's like every day. Because like, you, you get the email from YouTube. It's like, here's the new videos from the channels you yep. subscribe to. Ding. And it's like, there's a couple channels that I subscribe to that I do pay attention to, but they only put out like maybe one or two videos a week, if that. Yeah. But Same. I couldn't see any of them because they were buried under the 50 IGN videos that were on I've there. gotten and to be like, incredibly selective about what I subscribe to yeah. on YouTube for that very reason that and I don't I hate opening up on a browser opening YouTube on a browser and it's just a flood of like recommended fucking it's just yeah. night it's a nightmare man yeah. so I'm the same way I've like maybe maybe a dozen channels that I check fairly regularly on YouTube right. but I, I gotta stay away from it otherwise it gives me a friggin headache yeah seeing yeah. that conversation right there we probably would have had at least 20 Machinima videos come through yeah there you go <laughs> yeah there you go. Check your phones. I'm sure our phones are all blown <laughs> yeah. up now. I was doing it the whole time. I'm like, ding, ding. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. <laughs> that was your email going off. <laughs> Moving on to good old number one. Twitch announces TwitchCon in San Francisco. The uh, the uh, originally dun. named. <laughs> dun, dun. Uh, inevitably. I, inevitably. I feel like should be should be thrown into <laughs> that true. introduction. That's true. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, I, I, they're not even sure what it's going to be yet. You know, essentially, uh, the, the Twitch TV host, Marcus DJ wheat Graham announced, uh, 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 TwitchCon, which will be held September 25th and 26th at San Francisco's Moscone Center or Moscone. I'm not sure how you say that. Um, Moscone, I believe it is. Moscone. Hey, it's a Moscone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's. It's going to be this year, you know, so it's not far off. Obviously, they've been planning or working on this for a while. I can tell you working around conventions a lot myself, you need more than a year to plan uh, a first year convention. You're going to need as much room and breadth as you can possibly get to plan one out. Um, Even though it's still in the planning stages, Twitch wants the community input on the event and how it should take shape, which I appreciate. I think it's really cool that they're actually asking people what it is that they want to throw into the mix. So in order to help people do that, they've created a new Twitter account, which is at... TwitchCon SF um, in wow. order to open and maintain a dialogue with the community. So if you guys have any any of our listeners out there, if you have any suggestions for Twitch on what you want TwitchCon to be, there's your window right there. I, I feel like Joe Moeller from Over What the Grok, he uh, he had a comment on this in the in the, you know we put, it was posted about this in the in the players Club, the players club group on Facebook, and I believe he uh, summed it up perfectly when he describes TwitchCon as it's where you talk about watching people playing video games and watch people attend conferences about watching people play video games. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's really you know what it is you know when you you point a camera at something that has a camera on yeah. it and it's just the never-ending yeah. hallway of it's maybe that's what oh, it's yeah. going to be it'll just be one stream their main the twitch main stream is just going to be a windowed wall of streams Meta like, like being in hell purgatory i i, I don't, don't know i don't understand why they got a venue they could just put a channel up yeah Look, the reality is, is a lot of a lot of people who've been a part of gaming for a long time and long before Twitch ever existed. I think some some people have a hard time wrapping their mind around 
just how relevant this has become for gaming yeah. and where it is going. And it is definitely going somewhere big. Whether or not it plateaus and flattens out over time as things tend to in this industry or whether or not it ex- continues to explode and innovate, it remains to be seen. Um, but it, it definitely... I mean, hell, this could end up being the like South by Southwest of, of gaming, you know what I mean? Where... Everybody gets together to talk industry, not in the typical way. You know, I mean, who knows what yeah. it could be? San Francisco is the place to do it. They're right in the heart of game town. Yeah, yeah, like the gaming Silicon Valley over there. Yeah. Um, and it's like I, I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine the kind of like panels and content. So I'm sure they'll have like panels about how to like have good Twitch channels and how to get followers and like how to like do like the different like green screening and stuff and you know stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, there's definitely an element to it where they could provide useful information for people who are just getting into broadcasting. Um, you know, because broadcasting started out as such a simple thing, and it's like by the almost it almost feels like by the month it's becoming infinitely more complicated and involved you know from what it was when it first launched and 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 they do have some i think idea of what they want to provide at least to start with they're saying that you'll be able to meet your favorite broadcasters which to me is like whenever i go to a convention and they're like meet your favorite cosplayer and i'm like everybody here's wearing a costume that's not very exciting to me (laughs) (laughs) so meeting your favorite broadcasters does nothing for me but i know a lot of the younger kids are going to be stoked about that um, have the opportunity to experience live content broadcast directly from the convention center, which kind of seems like a no-brainer. Right. And learn from the community's thought leaders. So, kind of, I think maybe what you were saying, like how to broadcast, how to have a better broadcast, how to maybe present yourself at a broadcast. Um, but so far, that seems to be all the content that they're providing in terms of like this is what we want to do with it. Which is why I think they're like, what are we going to do with this <laughs> thing? We announced it, and we don't know what to do with it. I man, I really feel like YouTube missed out in buying Twitch. Like I think they did. I, th- I think I think that letting Amazon get in there and pick up Twitch, I think, yeah. was a, a real big miscalculation on yeah, YouTube's yeah. part because, like, that's where a lot of this is going. It's like you know, you hear about like YouTube celebrities and like you know the YouTubers like uh, 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 like PewDiePie and stuff like that, and it seems like Twitch is not the platform where the where the where the gaming crowd is is pretty much already has gone. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, they're definitely stealing some of mm-hmm. YouTube's thunder for sure. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. um, I just. I feel like that was a very, I feel like that was a swing and a miss on YouTube's part there. It was. And I mean, it makes sense for Amazon to do that because I, I'm going to go ahead and call this. This is going to be a gamer head prediction. We'll see whether or not I'm wrong about this. But based on some of the moves, strategies that Amazon seems to be approaching gaming with between, you know, buying Twitch and I mean, even the guys who, um, who did, uh, you know, the first season of killer instinct, they got purchased by Amazon and folded into Amazon games Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, all the sort of like testing stuff they Mm -hmm. were doing with the, you know, the, the fire TV and the little gaming sections they they had on that. That's what I'm saying. They, that was double helix. They bought them and folded them in. Um, I'm going to make a prediction and say whether it's a couple years from now or five years from now, the next, uh, entrant into console gaming is going to be Amazon. They're going to, Yes. I think they're they're this is all R and D for yep. learning the trade it's, and the and they're gonna put out they're gonna be the next one to announce a big contending console. They may I'm be the ones you. that change I the game. I can see that, yeah. It's gonna be the fire station box. <laughs> it's okay. Be, it's gonna be the firehouse. It'll be big and red, and dogs will pee on it. <laughs> Charlie can't get one, Pyro will urinate all over it. It'll and have to be that's where you can take your well, abandoned babies. Wait, and what? when they put out the second, <laughs> they're gonna have the fire station box, the first one, right? And then they're gonna come out with the, uh, the you know, the second version, like they always do. And it'll be the fire station box A. There you uh. 
<laughs> no good games on it, but it makes a mean chili. <laughs> but you can buy them with one. You can buy all your digital content with one click. <laughs> so, getting back to the article, close it out. <laughs> Because we'll 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 careen just right <laughs> off a of course, yeah. and we'll go somewhere else with it. We'll keep we'll continue to do. I should yeah, say. Yeah, you just drop the kerosene, and we're just following the path of our flame. <clears throat> Twitch broadcasters have the most passionate fans, so we want to create an amazing experience where they can come together in person. Said Emmett Shear, CEO of Twitch. TwitchCon will be an opportunity for the entire community, broadcasters, game developers, viewers, and us to play and learn together. I am so lost at this because you're on video and you're already talking to people. Why do you need to see them in meat space? Well, the only thing that that seems odd to me about doing a live convention where you're streaming is is that attendance, unless they make it like an industry only thing, attendance might be uh, like it's not really necessary because you can just literally exactly. stream that's everything that's like, happening there. Yeah. Why are they like, oh, we all can get together, hang out? We do that on Twitch now yeah. without leaving my house and yeah, yeah, flying yeah. to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, we'll see what happens, you know, maybe. I mean, I, I predict it'll be a big big deal. I mean, and I welcome anything that that adds another, you know, social avenue to gaming, you know what I mean? If they can yeah. bring this, that that together and make it happen, I'm all for that. Yeah, you know? it just, I don't know, it seems weird because it's already a social avenue. Now it's got to be in person, but it never had to be. I, I, I'm lost on the whole. The more gaming conventions <laughs> that exist, the, the happier I am. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. There's, any, there's any, room for all of them. Just this, a, Anything this that continuously puts gaming in a better light. Yeah. Please and thank as you. long as it puts yeah. gaming in a better light, because well, yeah. there is definitely a dark side to, to live broadcasting and YouTubers. There's there's well, a there's a mean streak to some of those yeah, folks, man. Yeah, so check my as long as it's a happy thing, that's all I care about, man. Yep. Bring bring the good broadcasters in, bring the the nice people in. That's gonna do it for the news this week. So this week on Gamerhead Radio, what we decided that we wanted to do was, um, you know, we we've uh, you know we're over a hundred episodes now. We've, uh, you know, we have uh, quite a bit of uh, content and topics and uh, different things we've talked about over the years, literal years. I can actually say that. Um, and um, so we've, we've, we've talked about a lot of stuff, but we figured that there's some things that we haven't talked about. Well, I mean, clearly there are some things we haven't talked about. And um, so we, we wanted to ask you guys um, hey, what, what you would like to hear from us. And um, I have a feeling that, um, that your guys' responses are going to probably uh, spawn some uh, ideas of our own as we're talking here. So uh, looking at the first, uh, first response here, our friend uh, Carlton um, suggests uh, the homogenization of gaming platforms and titles and the long-term impact and how to get out of that rut. So I'm um, trying to parse this and figure out exactly what he's asking. Um, John, I know you're friends with Carlton. What, uh, how, how do you interpret his suggestion here? Crazy, crazy, crazy all the time. <laughs> that's, okay. that's in the mind of Carlton. Um, <laughs> no, uh, how, how to get out of the rut of uh, homogenization of gaming. My, just my, like all games are the same? Yeah, just, you just that there's, okay. you, know, I'm, I'm, you know, yearly installments and, you know, just a lot of, mm-hmm. like you oh, complaining okay, about right, Shadow right. of Mordor, yeah. borrowing too much from other yeah. games, which kind of ruined it for you in a certain way. Look, you got to start taking, game companies have to start taking more risks on things that they maybe don't know will work. Most of the major titles that spawn all that stuff now are all based on knee-jerk ideas. I'm going to stop you, John. Because let's save that for when we have that as a topic. <laughs> no, that's perfectly fine. No, we will. But 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 uh, you know, really, the the short version of, to answer that question for me is is longer development time between games. Got to start taking more than a year between games. 
Okay, so so for AAA titles. Okay, anyways. so so um, how to how to break up the monotony of, of video game releases? Okay, yeah, the homogenization I, of it. I like that know, as so. a topic, and you know what that also makes me think of is um is uh, we could talk about um, um, goat. You have an idea? No, I'm just waiting for it. Oh, okay. Just waiting for it. The, the, you're gonna utter Sunset Overdrive at some point in this conversation. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> dang it. <laughs> you're like, but but the one that isn't homogenized. Ah. <laughs> Let's which just is, call. Let's just call so it now. Let's, let's just I mean, call it now. I mean, it's no. Charlie's okay. game of the year. Hang on. Let me just get, <laughs> let me just get this out of your system. Apparently, <laughs> it's 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 incredibly refreshing to know that there's still fresh, excellent content out there, like the Order eighteen eighty six. Well, yeah, yeah, I think I think we're gonna. That may be a whole other discussion yeah, yeah. in a coming episode here. But um, but uh, you know, definitely talking about breaking up the monotony of games. Um, you know, we could we could definitely do that as a show. Um, but um, uh, the mastermind th- Carlton has uh, has tapped a nerve. But um, yeah, but um, that that also makes me think about we could talk we could do a show where we talk about um, um, uh, 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 cross uh, platform exclusives and cross platform releases and just like in general, just oh, so Tomb Raider too. Um, yeah, basically that. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so that's an idea. So, there's yeah, a couple of there we go. There. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, that needs to be addressed. And why, why aren't they all just coming out on all platforms? Like, let's honestly, let's like. Yeah, those walls need to come down. Let's get man. rid of the exclusives. Like, I get it, great, but fuck it. Was put the, Sunset Overdrive yeah. on PS4. Slowly, 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 <laughs> getting better with the yeah. exclusives, and now it's kind of going the other way. Yeah. Like the only ones that really need to be exclusives are like like Fable, will never be an exclusive, or Halo because they're yeah, owned first by first party. Games, yeah, yeah, first party with sure. their games should be the only ones exclusive. Um, now, uh, listeners, as we're talking here, uh, feel free to take notes. And if we say anything that you particularly like or particularly don't like, or if it makes you think of anything that we don't say, this is not the mailbag question for next week. But please, always, this is a general general open uh, oh, yeah, call for, for topic suggestions. Um, if you guys think of anything, uh, any feedback that you have in this particular matter. All right, I'm going to get very, very serious with our listeners. We've been doing this thing for 102 episodes. I'm uncomfortable right now. I want you to know that. Yes, 102 episodes. <laughs> I have no no issues telling you. We're scraping the bottom of the barrel. We need your help. <laughs> and for just pennies on a dollar a day, you too can adopt a child. <laughs> wait, wait. That's the feature. <laughs> I mean, story. You can adopt a story. I'm sorry. We're not giving out childs anymore. That, that was last year's promotion. Goat's just trying to sell all the kids he's got hanging out in his, his closet. No, I'm not. I have the cleanest house on my block. Black market goat. <laughs> That's awkward. Madness. <laughs> Uh, and Carlton also suggests some. Um, also, why do we not have immersive VR yet? Daddy needs his uh, sex simulation uh, sword art online. Yeah, sword art, not sex simulation. Okay, look, um, look that 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 may be another discussion for a show entirely. There's not a single person with virtual reality headsets or AR headsets or whatever. That Look. is not going to plug porn into it. That is going to happen. Oh, it already, I'm going to do it, it, it already the day for, I get yeah, it. It already exists for the Oculus. Hold Woo! on. Yeah. Hold on. There's proof that 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 porn is everywhere. Mm-hmm. No. When when the 3DS and you Wii U You make porn sound like god. Yeah, yeah. When the porn 3DS and the Wii U came up <laughs> as marginal percentage of people using those devices to access porn, yep. it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, seriously. Porn uh. drives industries. I, I, that, that, <laughs> this, no, this is this is not a joke. I mean, like, you know, I'm just in, glad you in, didn't say pounds. Uh, in in the in the beta v, VHS war, 
porn, mm-hmm. the, the pornography industry went VHS and Betamax lost. Yeah. In the HD DVD Blu-ray war, porn went to Blu-ray and HD DVD lost. I mean, uh-huh. like this uh-huh. is this is a recurring Sweet. theme. We the Great <laughs> Decider. It's yeah, the old it, flip of the coin. Yeah. So basically, when porn goes digital, oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> why are Why are we still buying games, people? Come on, porn went digital. <laughs> you have physical copies. Yes. Used? Yeah. Okay. Gamerhead Radio is now on a, a adult film podcast, apparently. <laughs> talking about porn. Well, Gamerhead We're Radio. We're the industry. We're not discussing particular Whoa, whoa, whoa hold on here. Wait yeah, a second. Yeah. Gamerhead Radio, parody already done. Yikes. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> Late to the party. <laughs> That's a way We're about man. as easy as Big Bang Theory to make parody porn off of. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. A uh, friend of the show, Danny Meckler, suggests uh, the top 10 best horse armor. We, we do that Fuck as a, as yes. A I would talk all day about that. Oblivion, first place. No. Morrowind. Save it for the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> Morrowind. So, so, so hang on. So, so what other top 10 could we do? Um, we could do um, top 10 uh, best DLC add-ons. We could do um, top 10... Um, Top ten, best. top ten worst, best and worst DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah we could go. do That's that. True. We could That's also true. do for John. We could do top ten best broken games at launch. Uh, and when you say best, you mean like the ones that were broken but were still good, or the ones that were the most broken? Either or. Okay. That's open. <laughs> I'm gonna need some whiskey for that one. <laughs> and everyone Back to is. Oasis. <laughs> it's just right. no, it, and I know how it'll start. I'll be like, and number ten is this game. Flash forward. And number one. And Fuck number, number one. Number, number. And number one. I forgot how to count. John, the last nine have been number one. Look, man, all right, I'm half a bottle through whiskey. Coming in at number one, worst app ever, the AC Unity fuckhead stupid app. <laughs> there we go. Alert. That's a nice one, too. Top ten uh, companion apps, good or bad. Yeah. Because yeah, oh, Fable well, Anniversary one goes right behind the fuckhead app. Even, even aside from just top ten, we could just talk about companion apps in general. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, because, yeah. you know, like Xbox Smart Class, I, I realized the other day all right fine go i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. the entire time playing through, through sunset overdrive <laughs> i realized i never even thought about firing up smart glass to see if there was a smart glass app there i never even just yeah. never even crossed my mind and so you know that's and little does you know there's 900 extra missions in smart glass i always <laughs> check out smart glass companions if they're available i at least check them out mm-hmm. most of them are shit We'll talk about that. That is that, so weird, though. That the guy with like the least amount of time is like, "Hey, is there more shit to do?" Do you know yeah. why? Do you know why I check them out though? It's not. It's just to see what's in them. To see your yeah. data plan go. But up? but I also <laughs> between Gamerhead being in the band mm-hmm. for Vs for Villains and tending to my family and my son, this phone never leaves my hand. Yeah, it is always perpetually in my hand uh-huh. because I'm always working, and yeah, a lot uh-huh. of my work is done on this phone. Uh-huh. So it's very easy to between work, uh, you know, fire up an app. Sure, it's yeah. easy. Uh-huh. Um, I I have a couple of suggestions too that came in from the mailbag on what it is we could talk about coming up. Our good friend Ricky Keller says board games, they're games too. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. So if anybody ever wants us wow. to talk about board games or, or if that's too far no, outside no, no, of the realm awesome. of comfort. No, that's fine. I play tabletop all the time. But that's awesome that he's just like it was there's always that guy in the background, hey. Hey, analog. Hey. <laughs> that's right. That's, that is, I never turn, thought about that. Hey. It is the analog equivalent yeah. of gaming. Ricky is now our, our mom. And, uh, turn hey, off your hey, damn hey. Nintendo and go play your checkers. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Mom, it's an Xbox One. It's a Nintendo. Shut up. Next week on Gamerhead Radio, we'll be covering chess. Hey, look, man. I've been playing, <laughs> I've been play, hey, I've been playing D&D for... 
shit most of my life, so I I know my roots. And, We've been and, doing this all wrong, and, man. And on that note, this is not a joke, and I believe we mentioned it before. Goat and I were in high school on the chess team together. Yes. Oh, there's a story. You know what? <laughs> an evening with Technotronicorn and an evening with Goat. Okay. Save the story for the big okay. show. I don't know if I have an Oscott. There you go. <laughs> you can borrow oh, wait, mine. Wait, I've got no, a couple. No, My I, brother's got like 10. Oh, wait. No, I have a, a Christmas tree tie with the lights that actually light up. That's much better. Oh, there you go. There <laughs> you oh, go. that's fantastic. That's more me. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Board games. Uh, let yeah. us know, you guys out there listening. Tabletop. If, if, if you want to hear anything about tabletop, you know, maybe we can work yeah. a segment in to uh, fulfill that. that need for yeah. you. On, 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 on that note. Two, I've actually gotten suggestions for uh, maybe more a uh, more PC centric feature every once in a while too. Sure, because we do kind of shortchange our PC listeners. I mean, grant everything cross plats and it goes on Windows and Linux and OS and all that stuff. But maybe there's a lot of those games out there that are just PC that we don't really talk about. Yeah, um, I, I know a couple of us. We need to get gaming like ready PCs for that to happen. But yeah. I you know what I, I again I'll say this I I don't know what the exact number is at this point I think it's like 250 260 plus Steam games in my library some of which are PC exclusive so I, I have no problem if if hey. and if any of you guys out there hey, want to play with me on yeah, Steam I'll say be maybe glad we can to take uh, take uh, some of those fifteen hundred hours off of John's uh, time oh God <laughs> you reminded me again <laughs> blacked out on the floor. Um, Ricky also does say that uh, he thinks that also maybe emergent ways to play games, achievement hunting, co-op strategies, drinking games while playing video games, <laughs> nice. um, and maybe even branch out to nerdy TV and movies. You might not want to branch out that far, but this is just an idea dump. So thank you for the uh, suggestions, Ricky. All good stuff. All good stuff. Yeah. All good stuff. And then uh, Mitch, uh, Mitch Tyle writes in and suggests um, thoughts on walkthroughs. And so what, what I'm presuming that he means by this is um, like people doing like like full like walkthroughs of like video games on like YouTube or whatever. And then I, I think specifically he means. Oh, like play with me walkthroughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like like, like let's play stuff. And then mm -hmm. um, but maybe people like relying on walkthroughs to get games. I guess I'm not really sure of the context of what he means here. Well, he's being very vague too, probably leaving it open and for us to. Yeah, I mean, look, it could be a general thing because on top of let's play stuff, you still got you know game facts is still a pretty frequented and common thing. You know where people go. Hey, I'm to still if I get internet. stuck, I'm like internet help. I me. Yeah. I know I don't, a I don't go of through people. It, like people. I know people who go like like oh here's my new game, rip the plastic off, open the walkthrough, start playing the game. Yeah, yeah. New. But now if I get stuck, yeah, I'll See, reference. I'm the same way. Only. Yeah, I'll stuff, reference yeah. the three lines of text I need to go. Oh, I should have went right into the left. Okay, cool. The, the and then I'm done. The only time I've... I, that, that's predominantly how I've treated like walkthroughs and like mm -hmm. the game guides and things like that too. Uh, with one exception, um, I've done uh, with Final Fantasy games specifically mm -hmm. because there's been a lot of instances in those games where if you miss something, you missed it. And yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like with Materia or, <laughs> yeah. or, or it, summons or something like that. And, and, and it's something first. where... If if you find it like mm -hmm. the game is like the difficulty of the game is substantially changed based on whether or not you you went in that one room to find mm -hmm. this one material or something yeah. or whatever, um, but uh, real quick, just sidebar, I want to throw out there. Um, you know, I, I know we we talk about a lot about the Xbox One on the show, but um, you know the um, something I want to throw out there for you guys in case you didn't know this. Um, so when you pull up the achievements app now, now I'm uh, uh, disclaimer: I am in the um, the operating system beta. I don't think this is a beta feature, but I suppose it might be. It also might be as a result of having the True Achievements app installed on my Xbox. Um, but when I pull up the actual built-in achievements app, and I'm going and I'm looking through the achievements, and if I pop one of them open. Um, there is an option there to open that achievement 
in the True Achievements app snapped into that same place. And then so Witcher will go to that and it will then, uh, True, True Achievements is a website where it basically it gives like suggestions on how to, how to get, you know, like if you're stuck on trying to get an achievement, you're not mm-hmm. sure how to get it or whatever. Um, it'll, it'll give you walkthroughs and often videos. And if there's a video related to the achievement, it'll play it right there in the snapped pane. Oh, and that's so awesome. like if so if like if you're trying to find something and like you've you've just given up and you've gotten to the point where you say, you know, you know, I, I know there are people who are against this kind of thing and they, you know, they think that if you're going to get something, you should get it on your own merit and just leave it at that. But for those of you who are in a situation where you're stuck and you need to find something and you want to go to the Internet, you know, to, you know, and normally you would go to GameFAQs or YouTube or whatever. But that's still on my own merit. I had to open my browser. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a super convenient, easy way to get to the same information just by all in the same place too. by snapping the achievements list yeah. and then going through finding the achievement that you're having a hard time with and then, and then right in. there just hit open and true achievements and then just it'll flip over and open true achievements and then just right there you can play the video and you can watch it and you can then switch back and forth between the gameplay like pause it like in the game and go to like the next thing and just kind of step through the video it, it's awesome I love it achievement hunters rejoice yeah Wow, I, I, I didn't have, even know it existed. I'll be that, checking it yeah, out. Yeah, that will be downloaded tonight. Yeah. yeah. So, so like I say, I I may only have this option. You may need to have the True Achievements app installed to get to have this option appear. It's entirely possible. Well, that would make um, sense. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. No, it's it's good stuff. So, um. But yeah, it, it, thoughts on walkthroughs in general, and um. Yeah. I yeah. That 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 could be a yeah. We could take that a couple different ways. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you guys have any other suggestions? From your side of things, or uh... no, that's it for me. That's that's all I got. Say, Running I, on empty tonight, man. Yeah. The only thing I got is the fact of uh, maybe doing the hostfuls and stuff like that, where we just sit down and bullshit like we're doing right now. Maybe you know, sure, yeah, absolutely. Get, get like closer to our listeners. You can get into our deep, dark past of gaming and the fact that I willingly ordered Ducktales on Game Boy and was excited when it showed up today, <laughs> <laughs> and then was equally devastated when I think I need to put a new battery in my SP after 15 years, but. <laughs> mm, yeah. I was like charge and it was like little orange light I'm like yeah right click there, no it's like five minutes there's no <laughs> fucking way that you've charged in five that's minutes that's disappointing it's not a big deal but it was just like I don't know a lot, so, a lot of stuff in here you know if yeah. you let us know what you guys think Any of these oh yeah definitely chime in and cover, please, please let us know yeah, please ch- t- tell us yes or no I don't want to do something that we think's cool and you guys all hate it because that that doesn't do anybody any good yeah definitely uh, so yeah, so th- thanks for everybody who wrote in and gave us suggestions. And um, yeah, so uh, with all that being said, I guess that pretty much covers the mailbag as well. So uh, John, what do you have coming up in uh, in uh, on the uh, on your schedule of events? Um, you know, now that Shock Pop is behind me for the moment, uh, the next show that we we have booked for Vias for Villains coming up is going to be at uh, Anime Midwest um, at the Hyatt out in Rosemont next to the Donald D. Stevens Convention Center. Not at the Convention Center, next to Hyatt. Um, it's uh, it's not going to be till summer coming up here. We do have something else that we are at the tail end of booking that uh, I will hopefully be announcing next week, which is really big, good stuff for us, um, but I can't talk about it yet. Um, you know, and then a little bit more of what I was talking about, having uh, new costumes for the characters ready. Maybe some new merch coming up. Definitely some new Fallon Flynn merch on top of the other existing V's for Villains merch that's there. Um, but you, you didn't uh, get plushie dolls yet? I really want a Flynn plushie. You know, we're we've been talking to a couple of people about putting together some plushie dolls for us. Um, but it's uh, you, you guys. They're look, all going to be hand. It's going to have to be handmade. One you at guys a time, look so pretty kick ass on my back dash, my car. <laughs> I would love that. I would love for you to drive like a maniac <clears throat> with me sloshing around in the back window of your car. 
Um, so no, hopefully those will be coming up, but that's, that's it. We've got a couple of other conventions booked for later in the year, but I'll talk about those as we get closer to those events. That's it for the moment. Wow. Cool. Go. What about you? Um, not nothing really. I'm kind of dormant at the moment. I mean, I'm doing this and I'm, I've got other things in the works, but again, they're still like, as soon as they're regular for public years, you guys will hear it, but that's not right now. So I'm. Playing Batman, James Bond, and any other secret character you can attach to me at the moment. Excellent. Um, on my side of things, um, I, uh, I would just like to remind everybody that uh, we do now have merchandise available for sale in um, both on the GamerHeadRadio.com site as well as right on our Facebook page. Uh, we have uh, t-shirts and stickers available. Um, the stickers are super high quality. They're like weather resistant, waterproof, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're so, really nice. Yeah, yeah, your car will rust out before the sticker does. Yeah. <laughs> And those are, you know, for the for the low, low, low price of two dollars and um, T-shirts, um, you know, nice big logo on the front. Like really, really, really happy with how they came out. And those are uh, 15. And um, so, yeah, really good stuff. And, um, you know, the, the, just the one thing I want to emphasize is, um, you know, we um, got a lot of positive feedback when we were asking everybody what uh, what what you guys wanted for different things that we could offer in merchandise. And, um, you know, depending on how well this 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 first round goes is uh, what kind of affects where we go from here and the, the products that we're available to uh, offer. So um, if you guys want to see more stuff, um, you know, partake now and you'll have more to partake in later. And don't hesitate to let us know what you do want, because if you guys are going to be shelling out your hard earned cash to wear Gamerhead gear, it should at least yeah, we be something you really want to have. Yeah, we will on definitely you, you know? cater to your needs within our Without our means. Yeah, with our means. Yeah, so let us know what you guys want. So if you want, like, leg warmers, don't be hesitate to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, Charlie. I, I don't want leg warmers. All I can think <laughs> of is now is Charlie wearing leg warmers, uh-huh. flash dance style, pulling uh-huh. the, the ripcord. Yeah. 1980s well, I mean, leg warmers. Yeah. I mean, summer's coming up, and I know he's going to start running again. That's why I figured he did the headband on the leg warmers. Be like, oh, maniac. <laughs> No, I'm thinking of that too, and I'm disturbed. Um, the neighbors never talk to him again. <laughs> that's probably accurate. Um, and so, uh, for my beer of the week, I'd like to um, I'd like to recommend if you have a dollar and fifty nine cents in your pocket and you are looking to get a buzz on um, the the twenty five ounce cans of Steel Reserve that, that you can get at the gas station. Um, there are worse ways to spend it. Oh my god, that beer was horrible. <laughs> Did you just plug Steel Reserve? <laughs> I I, uh, that 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 requires me. I am now obligated to to point out uh, and and shout out to my cousin Michael Santiago down in Florida, uh-huh. whom whom I I spent time with his family this weekend, this past weekend. My cousin Mikey is very short. Was a member of Digital Mindy briefly. Okay. Um. He nobody knows him as Mike Santiago though. Everybody knows him as Mikey Steele. And everybody knows him as Mikey <laughs> Steele because he he plays in a lot of he's a bass player plays in a lot of like uh, gutter punk bands down in Florida. Okay, and uh, he was in a band called the Steel Reserves, and it was Mikey <laughs> Steele, and everybody's last name was Steele, very traditional punk rock names. But it fucking stuck. Everybody still knows him as Mikey Steele. But there was this one time when he was on tour with us doing stage setup, and we were for Digital Mini, not for Vs Villains, and we were in Hartford, Connecticut. And uh, we were across the street from a gas station, and my cousin's got this kind of like really like laid back surfery voice. Hey man, how's it going with Mikey Steele? And he comes back from the gas station and he's brown bagging it. He got a beer and he's having a drink. And I said, Hey Mikey Steele, or we'd call him the Man of Steel, but we always call him Mikey Steele. <laughs> okay. Hey Mikey Steele, come here. He goes, No cousin, I'm not drinking Steel Reserve tonight. My name is not Mikey Steele. And I said, What? And he he pulls this beer out of his. He pulls his beer out of his brown bag and he's drinking, uh, I don't know, whatever the fucking Cobra. 
this like cheap like oh, malt the, liquor the beer. King Cobra? King Cobra beer. Yeah. Oh my god. And he's just like tonight I'm Mikey Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, whatever the fuck you say, man, Mikey Cobra, come here and give me a hand. That was a good story. You just you just brought back a flood of memories. <laughs> was that the Webster? It was at the Webster. Yeah, we were playing with Crossbreed. Oh, okay, um, that's a scary. Oh, I those guys. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a scary fucking gas station. It was. That's not. That's not an easy neighborhood, man. Um, but um, I was. I was. I was at work. I worked like literally three seventeen-hour days last week. I'm like freaking exhausted, and so it was. It was the other night. It's like nine o'clock. I'm sitting <laughs> at my desk. Like my eyes are more red than they are white, and I'm just like I'm so, like. I, I I had been I had been consuming nothing but energy drinks just to get me through this day, <laughs> and so I'm like I need to bring myself down a bit. Like and so I I, I go to the gas station. And it was like like eight point eight percent, like twenty five ounces, dollar fifty nine sold. There you go. <laughs> it's like it brought me down. It um it uh it was it wasn't good beer. G- given how much energy drink you had in your system versus the. The fact that it was steel reserve of all things, <laughs> you're lucky your heart didn't explode yeah. out of your chest like a rocket. Yeah, that's that's better just get up and walk away and be like, oh hell no. But I gotta tell you, I'm impressed with the fact that you actually plugged <laughs> what is traditionally a brown bag gas station beer. Well, you know that may never happen again on this show, folks. I mean, it was that or like Bud Light Limerita. Oh, yeah. God. steel reserves wins or for for loco, which I just haven't ever had you the the, the desire to touch. That don't will make your suck. heart explode. Yeah. Actually, it'll make your butt explode. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I chose correctly. Is what I'm hearing. From oh this my god! Here, Charlie. So. Thank God for Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on that lovely note, um, if you like what you heard, you can find us at, fa- at gamerheadradio.com. <laughs> You've rattled him. He can't even can't even fire it off. Go into the joke. Oh, with the poop joke. It off, he ends right. the show with a poop joke, and oh. Charlie's gone. That's not okay. <laughs> at Facebook.com backslash Gamerhead Radio, at Google.com backslash plus Gamerhead Radio, and on Twitter at Gamerhead Radio, where I'm at TEK Charlie. Goat is at Sir Ghostworth. John is at the Fallon Flynn. Uh, and Brian's not here anymore, so I don't have to mention him. Um, <laughs> so I, I just copied last week's notes. Oh. And, so, yeah. um, and Brian is no longer a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you liked Brian last week, and find him on Twitter at Thunder. Thunder FG, F, FGC, yeah. Um, <laughs> email, uh, e- uh, oh my God, I just, you, you've thrown me off, Goat. You've completely, <laughs> I've, I've been dick trained. Um, <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh, you can email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com or can call in and leave us a message at 94926Gamer. Uh, download the official GamerHead Radio app on Google Play, on Android, or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, YouTube, Twitch, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Uh, once again, just a reminder, next uh, next Sunday, March 1st, 5 p.m., please tune in and uh, watch us all... Um, IDARB. Uh, yeah. Tr- uh, w- IDARB. W- watch us all threaten our friendship on IDARB. It's true. Show yeah. may be over before we even <laughs> record next week. We'll yeah. see. There will, be, uh, <clears throat> there will be premium cable language, just FYI. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So um, if you watch Game of Thrones, you still might be a little disturbed by us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but with all that, thank you for listening. This has been Gamer Herd Radio. Gamer Head Radio. <laughs>
Today on Gamerhead Radio, we're proud to announce that Gamerhead Radio has received... Ah, shit. <laughs> We've received no, shit. No, we're sending it back. <laughs> There's Easter egg right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> we haven't received shit from no one. That's true. That's true. It's another one of Stewie's sexy parties. Hey, Brian. Knock, knock, Brian. Yes. Who's there? It's your friend Stewie. And he'll always be there for you. Pick up my poop, Brian! <laughs> you know what I'm going to pull up right now before we start recording, too? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to pull up uh, mailbag questions and have them ready. And we also need to pull up releases for this week. I've already done that. So Good man! Releases are handled. Yeah, it was all edited last week. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I thought I I got the I heard it. It made me laugh because I could just I could hear you between edits going fuck. No no no! Last night I, it no, was live. God damn it! I actually had them last week. It was live. Did you really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it played out better. I totally thought you it played out better than I thought. Oh, you trolly shithead! <laughs> Poor Charlie. We are uh, starting this episode with a disclaimer. You are you are clarifying, dude. You got it. You got to take. You got to. You got to do it. Damn it. <laughs>